Hello there, my little hot pocket. Well, hello there, my little black adder lover. You love black adders, me. Right, it's the big one. It's the one you really want to talk about. And I do want to talk about it, but not as much as you. I don't think anyone wants to talk about it as much as you. So you very much take the lead on this one, my friend. Give me an E, give me a P, give me an Epstein. That's a, that's a really good intro. No, I don't really want to talk about it. I just think it's, it's another example of memory holes. And if people understood the history of um, Epstein, Robert Maxwell... Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, the Mossad, the intelligence agencies. I think people would have a different point of view, but the you know the story, much like with Julian Assange or Edward Snowden, it seems to get memory hold, and the media sort of suppresses this stuff. You can take it as far back as you want to go. You can go to Kennedy assassination. You know, wherever you want to take it, it's just a rabbit hole that's never ending and nobody ever discusses it. But I think the word Epstein should be used more often. Just like I think uh, we're going to switch out Simple Jack for Kanye after his recent interview on Timcast IRL. Uh, I think Simple Jack and Kanye are now synonymous with one another. Well, I'm not sure about that. Simple Jack for me means full retard, and Kanye means the Jews, which are diff different things if you ask me. I love it when a noun becomes a verb, you know you've made it. Although saying that, I, I had a friend, no, I won't go into that topic, so I'll name him. Anyhow, memory hole, yeah, or is it just a case? Should we just accept? that the press will always cover the uh, spectacular at a very superficial level. And then when it isn't spectacular enough anymore, they just let it slide and find something new. I don't think it's a, an intentional conspiracy, not in most cases, to suppress the news. I think it's just they like to just show us the shiny things and never go too deep. But Epstein has been largely forgotten for that reason because we got all the facts and we were horrified and then there were no more horrifying facts to be got and secondly you know again what can we do about it nothing maybe we ought to also accept the fact that these big momentous things in life us the average proletariat can do nothing about and depressing but true either way though yeah i think i've got uh, facts on Epstein. Amazing Netflix documentary spelled out a lot of it. We know there's famous people involved. I'm not sure what the Mossad connection was there. Can you remind me of that? Well, of course it's depressing, but you sort of contradict your own argument there. The, these, these guys are psychologically smart enough to, uh, to memory hold this stuff and to hold up the shiny object and say, look over here, don't worry about this this sort of stuff. Um, what, meanwhile, Epstein, <clears throat> biggest child trafficker in the world who's ever been held accountable, 
commits suicide. Mm, yeah, he Epstein himself. And just conveniently, the prison cameras didn't work. And uh, even though he's on suicide watch, it doesn't matter. But the um, his right-hand woman, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, to, to your point of uh, or reminding you of how they're connected to the Mossad, her father was Robert Maxwell, who is the big media tycoon who took on Rupert Murdoch in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and built a media empire who was selling uh, Pegasus software uh, to the rest of the world leaders so Israel could spy. And uh, it's sort of documented that he was in with the Mossad. If you've if you've ever read, there's a really good book called The Strange Death of Robert Maxwell, where he dies on his uh, yacht, uh, also called the Lady Ghislaine. Um, and there's no sort of autopsy or confirmation of anything. It turns out he was sort of blackmailing the Israelis and then at his funeral all the former heads of Mossad show up and he's like buried at uh, I don't know Golem Heights or some really religious place in Israel so there's there's a lot to the story there's a lot to there are a lot of ties to MI6 there are a lot of ties to the CIA like I say, it's a big rabbit hole if you want to go down it. There's a lot of good books written on it. But uh, it's a fascinating story and how it's just been forgotten. It's just been archived like everything else. And the general public has no idea what any of it means. I don't think the public has the full knowledge of this hideous web. But they certainly know Epstein didn't kill himself. Everybody knows that. Do you, do you know of anyone who truly believes it? As for what we can do, I've got an idea, which is we commemorate it with a day. I mean, I was with friends and we were discussing Dave Cameron. David Cameron, former PM of the UK, who it came out in the papers that uh, as part of his Bullingdon Club, which was the bunch of um, Etonian Oxbridge uh, cohorts, which also included Boris Johnson and very as, as part of their system of making sure everyone stayed in the group was um, group ritual humiliation of some sorts that they had a nugget of bad info on them. And, uh, and you know, that's not conspiracy theory. If, if you read Frederick Forsyth or any of the spy novels, they also say the same. You know, they find something they can compromise a person character and then they have control over them. So the same with David Cameron and his was to fuck a pig's head. Fuck a pig's head. And so we ought to celebrate it every day uh, that for that day on every year. Find a cop ficken tag. Find a cop ficken tag. Pig head fuck day, you know. Maybe we could, I don't know how you actually register a day. You know, all these day of the vegetarian and stuff like that. Maybe every time a massive piece of news comes out, we should petition to have the day commemorated in inverted commas with that event. So at least every year we can remind ourselves what an asshole a certain person was. How about that? Well, <clears throat> I think that's a, 
that's a lovely idea. Well done you. I think you I think you should do it. I think, I think this is the way of the world. I think this is since the end of Second World War, Germany figured out how to do this stuff. I think you can, you know, you can even trace it back to Hollywood with their sort of blackmail schemes on uh, who was gay, who was not gay, how they would uh, control them. J. Edgar Hoover, obviously infamous for, you know, cross-dressing, being gay. Uh, Roy Cohn the big mob mobster lawyer who Trump learned a lot of his tactics from. And like you say, there, there are a lot of these sort of, they're not secret societies. There's no like crazy conspiracy stuff here. It's pretty much out in the open. Like you say, Bullington um, in America, we've got uh, skull and bones with uh, at Yale, Harvard, um, the Bilderberg group, I think, I think what got exposed for the first time that had never been exposed was when Epstein got arrested. And then it sort of put it in the public spotlight of, hey, this stuff actually happens behind the scenes. And then you bring in Jim Comey, Peter Strzok, or Andrew Cabe, and the FBI is trying to cover this up. Uh, Christopher Ray, Department of Justice, they're all covering all these things up. And then, of course, the media, to go back to, well, yeah, their their role in all of this is, hey, look at this shiny object over here, and let's go to war, and that's how bad is Putin, and let's talk about Xi Jinping, and let's talk about all these other things. Don't look at that stuff over there. I mean, just Lane Maxwell's the only person in my lifetime anyway, who's been convicted of child trafficking with no victims and no clients. So how do you sentence someone to 20 years in prison and not go after their clients? So it's just a, it's just a weird way to understand uh, how these sort of economic forces and the powerful elites operate and you're right. They're they're just looking for dirt on one another. They're just looking for something they can hold over you. And and in some way, it's just a bit of control. You make a good point, though. Ghislaine Maxwell in prison. No one else's. Um, do you think Epstein threatened to talk? Felt that he was protected? Said, no way am I going to jail for the rest of my life. So killing him was a message to uh, Ghislaine to say, you keep your mouth shut and do your time nice and quiet. Either way, it seems to be working, doesn't it? Because we haven't heard a peep out of her since. Nor before, in, in fact, you know. I think she's been silent throughout, hasn't she? We didn't hear much about the court reports or anything. So, yeah, that's been quietened up. Is there going to be any bounce back on the powerful people who were part of this whole web? Somebody asked um, an ageing Bill Clinton recently, right off the cuff, as he was walking by, greeting people. They said to him, you know, about Epstein, and uh, he was very quick. Even though he's in his 80s now, he was quick, and he realised he was falling into a trap. And he just kind of gave a little wink and a smile, and he goes, well, I think we all know the facts on that, and kept on walking. So they're going to have to keep the guard up for the rest of life, but... Uh, if that's all they've got to do, then yeah, they've got away. 
uh, they've got away with it. That's for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't. I don't think we'll hear any more about it. I think. Uh, I think Epstein probably offered up some names, and then they they took him out. I think Ghislaine was smart enough to say, "Well, I'm not going to say anything." Uh, there, are, there are a lot of really good books on this this topic. People like to label it conspiracy theory, but if you look at The Devil's Chessboard with uh, the Dulles brothers and how they ran the CIA and the State Department back in the day, looking out for Wall Street interests, uh, it's pretty eye-opening. Uh, I, I think I mentioned maybe in one of our podcasts, I'm getting ready to buy a couple books by Whitney Webb on uh, one nation under blackmail but no no one will be held accountable you know less less wexner the retail giant um who was head of victoria's secret uh he's been caught up in this the guy from uh, apollo management the big private equity fund uh he had to step down i forget his name uh, it escapes me at the moment. He got caught up in it. Uh, the French guy, again, another retail magnet. Uh, he got caught up in it. Caught up in it. He got killed. Uh, so a lot of these guys are disappearing, going off the the map, and nobody's going to talk about it because ultimately, at the end of the day, you know they don't want to break up the system and they don't want to break up the united states so the cia the state department the intelligence agencies mi6 uh the uk government uh, just like silencing assange or edward snowden uh they will keep it under wraps to maintain the status quo and that's that's sort of the sad thing I mean, you can read James Angleton's book, The Ghost, uh, Why We're in War with Russia, Six Years. Uh, they're going to do everything in their power to keep all this stuff quiet and to maintain control. And I, I, I think that's pretty much it. And, and, and by the way, I forgot to mention, um, I just thought of, uh, do you remember Jez, Jess Staley, I think his name was? He was the head of Barclays Bank here in the UK. American guy came over. He had to resign because he got caught up in all this uh, handling Epstein's financial accounts as well. So, you know, both countries doing everything they can to keep it under wraps. I won't go into uh, Bill Barr, uh, who was attorney general under Trump, uh, but he was the former legal counsel for the CIA. And uh, his father was the guy who hired Epstein at the uh, <clears throat> school in, uh, I think it was Connecticut, somewhere up there in the Northeast region. But there, there are a lot of connections, there are a lot of ties, a lot of family ties, a lot of money, this, that, the other thing. And uh, we won't go into the bushes either. Yeah, I agree. They want to keep the status quo, you know. If it's making them money or giving them influence or just giving them the lifestyle they want, they'll do everything they can to sustain it. But from what you're saying, are some of the people involved getting assassinated? And how are they choosing who to assassinate? 
Is it those who want to speak out? Or is it just those who uh, can't be trusted? Uh, <clears throat> that's a great question. I have no answer. You'd have to talk to Bill and Hillary Clinton about uh, the assassinations. They're uh, the only people I know who have had 56 plus people commit suicide who are their closest friends. So if you can go through life and have 56 people commit suicide who are your closest friends, I guess the Clintons would probably have your answer. Uh, I don't know anybody else uh, on that scale. Holy cow, seriously. Fifth. And when you say close friends, really? Have you got any more info on this? Because they, they, I expect they've been in contact with hundreds of people through time. But uh, when you say close friends, any more info on that? I want to believe it. <laughs> or rather, I want clarification so I know I can believe it. Yeah, there, there's, there's some really good videos out there on YouTube of, uh, you know, Vince Foster and uh, all kinds of people. I'll, say, I'll send you a couple clips after this episode that uh, will blow your mind of uh, these things. I mean, again, one of our favorite comedians, Norm MacDonald, got in trouble for saying some of this stuff uh, live on air on Saturday Night Live. But yeah. I mean, you got stories of uh, people, <coughs> excuse me, um, people shooting themselves twice in the back of the head, which is unreal, and it's ruled a suicide. So, you know, there, even Tom Cruise made that movie about uh, Mina, Arkansas, with the drugs, drug smuggling when Clinton was governor uh, down there. Uh, I forget the, the the guy's name who was running drugs for the CIA. I think the movie's called American Made, something like that. But yeah, I'll send you some clips. It's pretty mind-boggling. Uh, but again, it's like Bill Cosby. It's like uh, any other story. It goes unreported for 30 years and the public doesn't understand it. So... If you don't read and if you don't follow or if you don't question things, it it just gets memory hold. And uh, that's that's the game they're playing in the media these days. It just, it's, the memory hole is the game. Loosely connected. First of all, American Made, great movie. Tom Cruise, really enjoyed it. It was a lighter version of um, Blow, I think it was. It is glamorous. It is exciting. Good movie. And they're not connected to the Clintons or nefarious behavior. But Tom Cruise, yeah, when his publicist did the best she could to keep his weirdness under wraps for years. And then he fired her and the world saw, oh, Tom Cruise is a bit weird. Same can be said for a lot of these stars, I, I suppose. I mean, they're not conventional to begin with. And then if you give them free reign in behavior and the uh, megalomania that comes with their level of fame, yeah, they... Uh, they're going to do whatever they can imagine, you, you, you could suppose. You know, you can, uh, it's not beyond the realms of possibility, is it? Um, but as for uh, if, the, if the stakes are that high that people get plucked off, then it sounds pretty good to me. You know, it's a case of, yeah, you can go to Pedo Island. Yeah, you can be friends with Epstein. But, uh, you know, when things, when things go wrong, you might be killed. So, you know, if 
that's the life you want to live, you go for it. I think if, if that's the way it is, then maybe some justice is being delivered. What I'm really interested in, though, is um, is it the low-hanging fruit or is it the noisy fruit? Or is it that which is maybe those that are super networkers, does it give them safety or does it give them vulnerability? You know, it'd be very interesting to find out. Um, or maybe all those suicides with the friends of the Clintons that weren't directly connected to the Clintons, but um, if it was deemed an assassination, then it would, yeah, start stirring up the muddy waters a bit too much. I'll watch a clip she sent me. I'll take a look. But as for memory hole, well, if people are now, you know, getting a pop, getting a bullet in the back of the head when they least expect it, maybe the CIA and the FBI and MI6 are fit. That's their way of filtering the really bad apples from the from the crop. Maybe it is. Not sure. As for memory holing, yep. Let's find out how we can declare a national day. Forget Day of the Dolphin and all the rest of it. We need Day of David Cameron, fucking a pig's head, and Day of Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, I like it. I like your thought process. Um, you know, we didn't even get into Seth Rich or the Trump dossier and Christopher Steele. MI6 and FBI, Christopher Ray cover-ups, uh, Israel, Palestinians, um, but you know, for another time, let's go out with a let's go out with a bang here. Oh, yeah. 